turn the fan off, really, shouldn't I? I don't know. Maybe? Volume, sound. Volumes make it warmer. Get it all that warmth. That's much better, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> wasn't that bad outside? Nah, it's the it's, the heat just collects in this room. It's a very well insulated house. Great in the winter. Rest of the and time. You're not a fan of the cold, so it's a good good no. prio. No, no socks today. Too oh, hot. oh, too hot. He's <laughs> living it large. <laughs> no socks, but I'm wearing a hat. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was just going to let it play. But just going to. I can't wear it for very long. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, we uh, we got burnt. Well, we got burnt by the sun, but I got irresponsibly burnt by the sun because yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah, I I think. Well, I, I don't know if I wised up, but you. I think you're just fairer than I am. It's true, but then I think you were wearing sunscreen on my face, nowhere else. No, not on your head. No, nope. just the face. Yeah, yeah. So I just burnt like a crit. We did we we did creative stuff. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was. It was. Uh, it was also. Uh, at what cost? <laughs> the cost is this eight pound hat from George. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, it's just I don't care. But like, yeah, very dry scalp and skin's falling off. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, maybe I'll be polite and wear it off. And then I think there's also this is kind of part of why I think I, I like to mock other things is because like, it's not, not built for me. This hat. No. There's no other hats either. This was the only it hat the- of the ten they had. You got a baseball cap, just a regular inoffensive baseball cap. They didn't have any, actually, baseball, because I was looking. But the rest were like, this hat's like extra large. It's like, you're not extra large. Well, I'm extra, extra large. (laughs) This doesn't work for me. It doesn't doesn't not suit you, though. It doesn't fit. It only just fits after much stretching. (laughs) (laughs) Fan of hats. It's like, I'm I'm on like a lifelong journey for hats that suit me, because it's very few. You've got that blue one. Uh, beanies, fine. Crap in the summer, can't do it. Too hot. Yeah. But a baseball cap, just about if it's the right type, which is annoying. Those trucker ones, you know, the flat truck. Okay. Yeah. Stupid. Don't work. Don't work. Well, I mean, they they work for some people. For right. me, they just give you a really wide head. It's odd. <laughs> and that's bad. Don't have a wide head in this no. day and age. Yeah. Get accused. Don't want to add of- width. Reducing bad body image and all that. Yeah, got to get like a really scrawny head. Yeah, that's the way forward. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Really see your cheekbones. Yeah, sod that. Can't be honest. It's a talking point. Yeah, the talking point. Yeah. Ah, now you're dialed in. Oh god, the headphones on. Yeah, it's probably a mistake, but it's gonna <laughs> be fine. But yeah, see, it's warm. It's warm. It is. It is. It is that season again. Yeah, well, I was looking at it like our heat wave episode where we actually melted was oh, like yeah. four weeks ago in a year. Yeah, and that's when it's like pouring down with rain. And we were like, where's the, where's the heat coming from? Oh, it's probably going to be a much colder year. Yeah, that was we, you were in a Hawaiian shirt, right? Yeah, my bastard Your shirt. Your bastard shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, shirt, the shirt I wear to let everybody know that I'm a bastard. Yeah, and now you've got a hat to match. Exactly. Yeah, I'm moving <laughs> up in the world, in the world of bastards. Well, now oh, you, yeah. you have to wear less to make the same point. Get a tank top. Underneath the mm. bastard shirt, maybe. I think cargo shorts are meant to be bastard stuff, but they're just part of my attire. I, yeah, I know. People shit on cargo shorts. It's just, I, I like pockets. Yeah, I just have a lot of medication because <laughs> God is trying to kill me. And I'd like to stay alive, please. Well, I mean, in some respect, maybe, yes, God is trying to kill you. Oh, yeah. In other respects, you're not really helping yourself. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, going down that quarry. <laughs> The quarry of death. 
Yeah. Yeah, but uh, hey-ho, it's just part of, part of life. But I think that, that uh, as, as a genuine point, I think the fact that most hats don't fit me is part of why I'm a bastard. Yeah. Like, I think there's so many things where it's like the average people, average people are average because they just, they, did, they had no struggle. Right, mm. they just oh, this is the music I listen to because it's on the radio, and this is what music is. Yeah. And we were just like that music does not speak to us in any way. We yeah. see this sense terrible, so then we branched out and done other stuff. I did the same, but with hats and serial killing and all that, all that lovely stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of yeah, then you just sort of branch out, and then yeah, just going. In. I, I went into a, uh, but uh, I had to get my car fixed because it was fucked. Like um, apparently the coils broke to start oh. the start coil. No idea. The car was driving like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh. So I think it was the coils in the front suspension. That's as little oh, as I okay. know. Okay, fair enough. But I took it to a guy and he was like, well, coils are fucked. How like, many cars coils? could you have bought with what you paid them to fix it this time? Not as many. Not as many. <laughs> but I, I was looking at um, being responsible and getting another car, but like. I mean, you've got a responsible car. Well, that, that, that's the problem, is my car is one of the best cars of the past 10 years, apparently, in terms yeah. of efficiency. Like, you get 60 miles to the gallon, and apparently all new cars get, like, 40. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't understand trading in this car for a worse car yeah. that's newer. Well, what you, you, you are creating an experiment of sorts where the most reliable thing in the world meets the least reliable <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> just I'd, see what happens. I'd say I'm reliable. Re- uh, irresponsible. Irresponsible. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so it's getting, it's a definitely a dinged up, fucked up car, and it doesn't work in three out of four of the seasons. But I can kind of get around it by like hot wiring it or whatever. And walking. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, it's just nice. But yeah, I was looking at um, but the only new car I could get would have to be an electric car, mm. and I found electric cars. I think there's one electric car that I like because again, size is a thing. Yeah, like the reason I got this car was because I went from motorbikes, and I was like. I need room. Yeah, you don't need headroom on a bike. Yeah, so I was like, I need room for me and both for me and me in the back. Yeah. So I can have the seat all the way back and I can sit in the back. Yeah. And there's just cars just aren't designed for that. But mm. I found potentially one car, a Kia. I think you've driven Kias yeah. in the past. Yeah. There's like an electric Kia, which is only, you know, £37,000. Christ. But, um, you get a Tesla for that. Uh, but apparently not. Oh. Uh, like in the 70s, 80s or something. Like Some crazy. But and, and again, it's it's a whole thing. But it's just, I can't justify. It's the same. My boiler has been condemned, right? Mm. So it's been turned off indefinitely because it's a danger to society. Or something. <laughs> um, so I need to get a new boiler. But I don't. You, I use the boiler maybe two months a year. Yeah, I just don't because everything else is electric. So it's like I just don't need this. Let alone pay. I think the quote I was given was like four grand. It's like four grand yeah. to. For all the installation and flushing the system, all that shit. For hot water, isn't it? Like you use. Yeah, but even then, like I've got an electric shower, so they're only talking about hot water for when you wash your hands, right? And it's like I don't give a fuck about that. I've been, you know, if I need to wash something up in the sink, I've just boiled a kettle and been like, "This is this is cheaper than four thousand (laughs) pounds." But it's just for those two months where it's cold, and it's like, well, yeah, I can I can maybe work around that, but then got a dog, and then. Long term, the house needs to be updated. Well, it's, it's just, just if you pain. have a cell as well, it'll, yeah, yeah. it'll need to be done. So it's just like, it's just a, I, I'd rather just get by with what I've got. But I think it's inevitable that, yeah, I have to do the boiler thing. And then it's like, it's going to, my car's going to get to a point where it's like, I just can't have this car anymore. So mm. just, 
do it. But the, the, one of the problems with the electric stuff is because it's still relatively new. Like there's not that many used, reliable electric cars or anything like that. And yeah. there's, there's still like prices are quite high. There's probably going to be government schemes that are going to come in to incentivize people to go electric more. So it's mm. like, I just wait more and then get something later on down the line. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, car, yeah, coils, coils in the car. I didn't know there was that many coils. Mm. Didn't know that if you bent your coils, your car would go all lopsided all the time. It sounded like a sinking ship. That's how I described it. It sounded like a sinking ship. As you're driving, because I think um, it one like it was fucked anyway. And then I went through like a school district and they had those weird speed bumps that only go in the middle. Oh, yeah. And that's where it was bent. So like the bottom of the car was very close to the road. Okay. So it went through one of those and like completely fucked it. It was like, as I was driving around, like, I should probably get this looked at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Coil broke or coil bent. A couple of coils. It's great. Why not? I, was, I need a car talk button. Yeah, a vroom. Car talk. Yeah, for Formula One. Look how aerodynamic we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go round in a circle. Each their yeah. own. You yeah. know what I mean? Each their own. But yeah, never really got... I mean, it's like uh, it's like American football, I guess. Formula One, where there's like brief moments of brilliance where it's like a very tight overtaking and stuff like that. But the majority of it is just moving the ball down the field and then moving it back again. Yeah. So most of it is just going around the course. You're like, oh, yeah, it's good. But then there's a few moments of brilliance, I guess. Yeah, car talk. Car talk. Bit of car talk. Uh, Mix it up. Uh, Yeah, we were creative. We did shit. I think that needs to be properly acknowledged. It does. When is this? I think when this comes out, it will have been out. Right, like, okay. I think so. We did a thing, uh, we did a couple of things, especially for Father's Day. Um, I think Father's Day is like the 20th, yeah, the yeah, 20th, Sunday. and uh, we'll probably release it a little bit before then. Oh, yeah, they're both out. Father's Day themed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the other one, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, oh, this is brainstorm Father's Day, Day ideas, and those were the ideas that popped into my head. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> and uh, casual existentialism, I yeah, guess. existentialism, something like that. Mm. But yeah, so there might be some, might be some stuff up. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was. We both. I think we both had a kind of a feeling of like we're thoroughly unprepared for this, mm. and it was like we. It had kind of like we're just doing it because we said we're going to do it. We don't want to back out. Same reason with the podcast. Just not. Same reason we do everything. Pretty much. Just yeah. like, what if I'm not going to be the one to cancel and you're yeah. going to be the one to cancel? So I guess we're doing this then. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, yeah, it was good. It was good. It's very hot. Yeah. But like. But I, I think we got once we, we got into a rhythm, like sort of an hour, hour and a half in. Yeah. yeah. To what was a six, seven hour day? Maybe longer. Yeah. Well, part of that was editing as well, which wasn't, yeah. uh, wasn't thought about yeah. before. But like we yeah, had extra we had time. time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like um, both things I think were written within 20 minutes in total. That's how unprepared it was. Yeah. It was just like, uh, this is a thing that could maybe be recorded. Yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of um, improved the blocking of it most of the most of it all the way through. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. It was good. I think as well as it being Learned like... lines a, on the day. Classic. Yeah. And then even then, not really. Not really. Yeah. But um, yeah, the way that we figured it out was like, oh yeah, it kind of works. And then loads of little things kind of came together, I think. Mm. Could have been better. I think yeah, we can still yeah, do yeah. do much better. But I think in terms of like, yeah, we weren't doing anything. We were reluctant. It did, it did, it did feel like the first uh, roll of the boulder kind of thing. Yeah. Of like, we're kind of reluctant to do it, kind of like, and then it was like, 
now that it's going, it's like, oh, yeah, it's that whole thing of this is what we enjoy doing, this is what we want to do. Yeah. But for some reason, we put these blocks up and you go, there's no reason why these exist. Yeah. It's just there because of whatever. So getting that ball running was pretty good. And then, mm. yeah, the um, the one that's edited at the moment. Yeah. Like the, I don't know how you describe it. Pregnancy. Yeah. I guess the pregnancy. Yeah. Pregnancy. Uh, short. Is it a short? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty short. It's, it's very short. It's like a minute and a half. Yeah. Like, um, I came away from that thinking, and, well, like we've been reviewing it and that has, has been going along. And there's like, there's loads of moments where I'm like, you know, it would have been cool to do this shot as well. And then mm. to have another aspect of it and not in a case, not in a way of let's go back and hold back recording of it. You go like, no, that's just how it is for next time. That's the lack of preparation. Yeah. And then going into the next project is like, oh no, there's loads more stuff we could do. Mm. try and do more with it yeah like um i think yeah. i think even just i don't know i what i'm and we're biased because mm. obviously we get our humor and we enjoy our humor but it's been like five days for what it's been yeah, close to a week um and like i'm still watching it and i'm still finding it funny like the beats yeah. are still are still there and it still works which i it, it's good like usually i get sick of my own shit mm. pretty quickly um but uh and and i the 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 actual quality of it as well considering how quickly we threw that one together yeah yeah like the the actual quality of it i think came together really well yeah i think the the only my only critique is literally like there's there's probably too much fridge mm. we could have done other things in but, there and it was just because we didn't shoot more yeah and it's because it was very unprepared it was like these are the basic beats let's film it have some play with the fill with the filming of it okay cool that works. we actually we did have the responsibility to shoot an entirely different bit and be like actually that whole thing just doesn't really yeah yeah doesn't, doesn't really work yeah yeah for sure like i would rather have <laughs> more fridge i would rather have too much fridge yeah um and less crowbar than the crowbar that wasn't referenced at any other further point yeah 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 but yeah, there's like, um, in terms of the, the, if we were to sit down and do it again, I think we would do it exactly the same, but with more. Yeah. I think that's a good sign. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, we wouldn't have shot in this bit. No. You know, we wouldn't have done this. I'd reshoot the acting bits. It's like, ah, yeah. it's, it's whatever. It's, but it's, we, I think we, by doing something, by doing anything, we've gotten over the initial thing of like, which is like, we actually have something to improve upon now. Yeah, yeah rather than just trying to get it perfect. It's like, well, the time for that's gone. Yeah, yeah. We can we've got something to work on now. Yeah. I think it's as well there's baseline. There's limitations as well that we realised through the writing process of like we were like getting together for an hour a week to chat yeah. about writing. Well we 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 and we ended up using all all of your stuff and for once it wasn't because I didn't write anything, it's because I got yeah. halfway through that week and I was just like this this is just gonna take too much. The logistics prep. of it. Yeah. 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 But again, that's that's the good thing about that is like, well, that's not a case of like, well, then that's thrown away. You'd be like, no, it's still a thing. Something to work on. And it's something that if it's going to need more prep, it can be a longer term project. Yeah. I think that could be, be the same thing with a bunch of stuff that's come across. It's getting into the habit of writing regularly and having a deadline to be like, even if it's just for, well, we're going to shoot and, sh- and record this version of whatever we've done. You know, mm. and then we, we we find out new things as we go through it, and then maybe there's a version two that comes out later on when you've had more time to think about it or something. Yeah. Like, say, next year rolls along and we want to do another Father's Day thing, we can have stuff that's similar slash inspired by the stuff that we've already done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it was good. It was uh, productive. Felt productive, mm. which is, you know, five years in the making. 
that 90 <laughs> seconds. We've been talking about doing something. Yeah. Anything. I mean, we did the Christmas adverts, but it never, it was never, that was just, it was just for Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. yeah, and I think it's easy enough to do, and it doesn't, didn't take that much time. So it's like a manageable is what it, what it felt like yeah. in terms of doing it. So, yeah, it feels like this should be much more down the line, which is good. And then, yeah, regroup and restart again next week for us in real life. Mm. Start writing and figuring out uh, stuff to do next. But, yeah, good, good acknowledgement. Positive affirmations. Yes. We made a Father's Day thing with a fridge and a sledgehammer. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, any, uh, anything you took away from it? Uh, beyond anything that we've just talked about? Yeah. Um, no. No, not really. No. That's fine. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, this is episode 245. We're on social media. We're yeah, yeah. at Pulling Teeth Podcast on Facebook and at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, did you... Uh, intro. Um, did you get around to watching Bo Burnham? No, not no. yet. No. There's a, I've started to see what you meant about um, lots of people reviewing it. This is like mm. after the fact. But like you watch people's reviews of it, and I don't know what it is, whether it's just like a fan, probably just a fans being fans and wanting to chip in what they liked about it and stuff like that. But there's been like loads of that stuff, so I wouldn't recommend watching any of that. No, I've, I've avoided it all. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure if I summed up rightly, but yeah, it's, it's basically, you know... Um, it, it highlights what we try to highlight, which is you can make a full-scale production with stuff you've got in your house. Mm. Like, admittedly, you need to get equipment. And maybe the more money you spend on equipment, the better equipment you have, yeah. you'll be able to get some better qualities and stuff oh, like that. The actual, but that's not what distinguishes it. No, good the actual stuff. baseline for entry is lower than it's ever been. Yeah, as well, far as equipment and everything like that goes. Do it, you can do it on your phone. Yeah, you yeah. get like, if you if you have like if you like well, I don't have a camera but you have like an iPhone 12. It's got like it's got one of the be- there's professionals that use that fucking camera for action yeah. shots. Like there's there's this the, the the barrier for entry is just bottomed out. Yeah. If you've got something to to make, you can make it with very little money. And it's like he's basically a musical production, so like he's got more demand on lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. And he just comes up with creative ways to do it himself. Like yeah. some people go like, Oh, you need a drone or like a rig for this. He's like, No, I'm just gonna like hold a light. Yeah. It'll kinda work. You're like, Yeah, it works. Yeah. And then the showing of the editing and then the narrative of the story is all stuff that's just done by yourself. The big thing that I find is the it's the, it's the same sort of the same issue that that we've had from time to time where well, no, actually, I don't think we've had it as, as a pair, but I've definitely had it myself in the past, where I've obsessed over the stuff that I need to make something without actually thinking about what I'm trying to make. Right. So, like, it's... You can't uh, do this until you get a better camera. That that that, that whole shtick, yeah. And uh, and in the meantime, I haven't, like, devised any kind of content. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, that's the biggest thing I liked about the show, the, about the Netflix special from Bo Burnham. It's like, yeah, he just... It's it's that aspect we like of you can just do it yourself. You don't need a crew. You don't need any of this. It's like if you can, as so long as you're happy with experimenting and writing around what you know and what you're capable of doing, then it, you can you yeah. can just do it and it'll be fine. So yeah, still recommend. Still good. That's not been recording. It's not rolling. It not beeped. Rolling. Must have beeped. The battery's died. We heard it beep. I didn't hear it beep. Do you bear a hat on? Oh, I heard it beep. Oh.
Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know how much we lost there. You maybe listened to horrific camera audio for a while. Yeah, from three different cameras, potentially. <laughs> um, oh, did you see the technical difficulties clip I did last week? No. No, it's a, it a small girl crying in a house fire. <laughs> Just, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Just come up with different things. Another one of those things where you're like, why? Why? I. It's just me. It's a little bit of me. <laughs> Please hold. We're burning this woman in order to... Tr- burning this little girl trying to get the, the feedback for you. So we're going to keep running. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Bo Burnham, recommend it. Um, if anything, this is proof that uh, you can do it all on your own without any complications. I mean, we haven't got any audio, but it's yeah. fine. It's a podcast, right? Podcasts don't need audio. That's all good. Yeah. So yeah, productive. Yeah. yeah. Productive, good. Yeah. And then, yeah, still, good. Uh, still editing, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I need to start time, writing. Time to get that other one done. For when do we need that by? We need it out Same. by Father's Day. Yeah, so like next week, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, how are you, Steve? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not much to report. Just shit tons of work this week. I had a shoot on a on a golf course, which is completely new to me. Were you under par? Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Did you? It's like there's a, there's a par for each hole, I think, in terms of you need to win this hole by four strokes or oh. less. Okay. So the par is four. Right. And then you get like, or well, something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. Um, it's a weird spot. I, I, I didn't see, I mean, the, the people there that I met that played golf seemed all right. I always assumed they wouldn't be my crowd, but I think it's just people are people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's um, quite a relaxed sport, I guess. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah they'll, they'll be twats everywhere, really, won't yeah, they? Yeah. Like, yeah, most of them seem pretty chill. But we were playing, we were playing, we were, I, I, we were shooting on this one hole to demonstrate this bit of equipment for something. Was your equipment um, the hole? No, 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 no. We've got great holes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, but we were playing amongst everyone else's game. And the people that were shooting for our hole, the hole that we were shooting on, mm. were like a quarter of a mile away. And if we didn't spot them, we suddenly started <laughs> getting, getting, getting hit by balls. Yeah. And it's like, well, I would assume that they'd have to, that they'd see us. Cause, yeah. Because they can see what they're aiming at. Right? Sometimes. I think there is a thing in golf where it's like, beyond that forest is the hole. <laughs> so like, you're meant to like, if the hole's there, you're meant to hit it over there and then over there. So maybe they yeah. just went, fuck it. It just, it never really struck me as a dangerous sport. Um, yeah. but I think people die. But I was, <laughs> yeah. If you get hit in the head with a golf ball, I think it's fatal in some yeah. situations. Yeah. Well, like, it was just, you'd kind of spot people in a distance and then go and have to hide behind a tree for like 10 minutes until they'd hit their things and then yeah. come down and just, just putted it in and fucked off again. <laughs> and it just, it just, it, it just kept happening. It's, 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 it just seemed, seemed dangerous, but I had significantly low regard for my own health. Uh, more, more so worried about equipment. my camera. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, this is worth five grand. You could die. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would ruin my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, you'd expect them if it, if it was like on a hole, you feel like they could probably put that hole, I guess, spare hole somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot it on there. Yeah. But I mean, but we weren't paying anything to shoot there. So I suppose. Yeah. But, Just broke um, in, started filming holes. Well, they knew the guy apparently. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine with it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, first experience of a of, of being on a golf course. Yeah, we used to. 
I think I've been on a golf course. I've never really played golf, but like there was like a golf course near us that like, you know, there's like events. We've been to a wedding that was on a golf course. And like bits there, but in terms of getting on the green and yeah. stuff, never really did. Kind of crazy golf, yeah. Crazy which golf. is more my speed, really. It's not golf; it's short no windmills, yeah, or slides. Yeah, Double slide. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shooting on golf courses and mm. getting attacked by golf balls. Yeah, dogs, golf, golf balls. balls. What's next? Wasps. <laughs> something. Yeah. Something small. <laughs> Something more manageable. Mm. Um, well, yeah, we've got uh, another load of notes. Um, but, uh, oh, I guess, yeah, because I wasn't sure if we had any clips, but I think uh, I think technically this does feel like... Oh. Been a while. Yeah. Feel-good stories. Good old feel-good stories. But then again, a lot of my articles, I think, tend to fall into this category of like... That's to not, you. It's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> they feel good to a man, you. A man has been detained indefinitely for the brutal killing of a hotel receptionist after she smiled at him the wrong way. <laughs> it's the wrong way. How are you still Just here? A wrong smile. <laughs> well, it, it, it does get quite interesting because, like, uh, uh, there's a society at the moment, society, <laughs> has become a lot more sympathetic towards people with mental disorders and psychotic yes. disorders. Yeah. And there is definitely a place for that. But I can I can just imagine being a member or a related to the receptionist here and being like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Fuck that guy." <laughs> Stephen Cole, 32, attacked Marta Elena Vento, a 27-year-old Spanish national who was working as a receptionist at the travel lodge in Bournemouth, Dorset. Cole, who suffers from paranoid schizophrenia, pleaded guilty to manslaughter by reason of diminished responsibility. Again, I'm sure that's a thing, but it's a weird type of wording to the to the to the family of the victim. Oh no, diminished responsibility. Diminished responsibility. Yeah. On Tuesday, the court heard him defend. Uh, ordered the on Tuesday, the court ordered him to be detained without limit. Tom Wright, prosecuting, said she had been brutally beaten and had injuries consistent with the repeated punching and kicking captured by the CCTV footage. So they're like, well, here's the footage of him brutally kicking and beating her to death, and. If you look at the body, she's been brutally beaten and kicked it out. <laughs> All right, mate. Jeez. He added the defendant did have a pair of hair clippers in his hand as he carried out the attack in which uh, she suffered multiple head injuries. So he was also giving her a haircut, <laughs> but like aggressively stabbing her in the head, I'm assuming. When does it start to feel good? <laughs> Um, well, kind of here. Cole was arrested after he then walked into Bournemouth Police Station. So he turned himself in straight after. He was oh. like, oh rats made a mistake <laughs> and start and told the desk staff i've just killed someone in the hotel over there i think she worked there <laughs> <laughs> so it just so he could have potentially just killed anybody that smiled at him yeah it, well he didn't know that she was a receptionist it was just somebody there who smiled at him in the wrong way and so she had to die he also added i haven't had any sleep oh, oh okay so, well we've I, all been there yeah 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 <laughs> Robert Gray, defending, told the court that Cole had stopped taking his medication at the time of the attack because it was unavailable for the defendant to get. So this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, right? Right. He's got a psychotic disorder where he's, I'm assuming this is like a hearing voices, and I, I can totally sympathise with that, I'm assuming. Like, he's not a norm, he's not able to, he's going to have a different interpretation of the world and needs to look after himself further and have 
be- a good support network to help mm. him, right? And he didn't have it. He said he knew he needed it, his medication, but ran into difficulties when he tried to get it. He did try, but it's not easy. It was e- There was like hurdles in the way, I'm assuming because of like COVID or yeah. whatever was going on. There's no doubt that he suffers from a very serious illness. And you go like, yeah, yeah, like I understand that. But that it feels like that's more applicable to the kind of more uh, casual crimes as opposed to murder. <laughs> like, if you've murdered someone and you're like, I had trouble getting my medication, they're like, who gives a shit? No. Yeah. Like, you, there is a place for that and there is sympathy for that. And it, needs to be, it does need to be understood. But I can just imagine being a member of the, the victim's family and being like, he had, it wasn't easy for him to get his, his medication. So instead of getting his medication the hard way, he murdered my daughter, wife, well, or whatever. Well, the thing is, like, it's like... Jeez. Feel we, good stories. Yeah, I guess it's... If if a bear kills somebody, we go, mm. well, yeah, of course, it's, it's a bear. But we still shoot the bear. Yeah, yeah, but it's slightly different. I mean, if that bear... I mean, bears struggle to get antipsychotic medication as well. <laughs> like there, there is there is certainly a difference, and there, and it is certainly something that needs to be not necessarily normalised, but it needs to be people need to be aware that it's not it's a it's different to murder if you're on a, having a psychotic break. Well, it's like a, a crime of passion is is is, is, yeah. is another thing as well. It's not the same as that, but yeah. um, like th- there are not exceptions, but things that get treated differently. Yeah, because of the emotional state of the person yeah. involved. And I can understand that. And it's, yeah, there, there's definitely a parallel there about they had a psychotic break or they haven't taken the medication they require to manage the, um, I don't know how you call it, symptoms. <laughs> Symptom is murder. But um, he's had a hair clippers. What was he going to do? He's all over the place. <laughs> But it just felt weird that, the, yeah, they were so supportive. The last statement is, she told the defendant, how this young woman who had all of her life ahead of her came to be in your path on that fateful morning is a combination of circumstance and an irreversible failure by some to spot the signs of your psychiatric deterioration, despite you and your father trying to obtain the antipsychotic medication you so desperately needed. <laughs> it's like, I get that that's kind of, again... And it is an accurate surmise of the situation. Yeah. But it's being very sensitive towards the manslaughterer, if you don't want to call it murder, because <laughs> it, you know, it wasn't premeditated. Yeah. But it's like you're taking that person's feelings into account a lot when you wouldn't for somebody who maybe did it in a crime of passion, I think. You know, it's, it's, it's a weird grey area. But I found it weird that he was like, oh, don't offend the murderer. You know, it's got to got to think about it from his point of view. Mm. Go, yeah, sure, but it's weird. It's <laughs> fine. It's good. It's progressive, but it's also like I'd just kill the guy if it was yeah. my niece, my wife, my daughter, whatever. He'd be like, "That's very well. I'm, I respect your attitude towards progressiveness, uh, Judge." But I'm going to murder him now if you don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I, it's okay. I forgot my medication at home. Yeah, so we could be we could be cool with this. Yeah. I'm going to drown this guy in the fish tank in the lobby. <laughs> oh, no. Where's forgot- my Benadryl? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot my Benadryl. <laughs> in other uh, feel-good stories, this is kind of a feel-good stories, but also fills me with hate. The world's oldest snowball has just turned 45. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. What are you celebrating this for? A ball of ice. Is it just... <laughs> Kept in someone's freezer somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Keep that in the freezer. Handed it down through generations. <laughs> For 
fuck's sake. Do they live in constant dread of a power failure? Well, yeah, well, prob- that's what I was thinking, is that they, they must have just deteriorated at some point. Well, maybe they've got a generator. <clears throat> <laughs> Emergency <laughs> snowball yeah. protection generator. 15-year-old Jeff Seamus created the snowball in 1976 in California. Snowfall was so rare in the Santa Clara Valley that Seamus's mother saved her son's creation in the freezer and cherished it for more than 40 years until she died. Now the snowball has been passed back to Jeff, who in turn now protects and preserves the frozen artifact. <laughs> like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, there's there's shit tons of this just up north. <laughs> it's just like tons. It's not like a meteorite. Like yeah. it happens every year, everywhere in the world. Well, it's like it's in some like, degree. It's, it's, it's like those things. Did you see that that chicken nugget this week that sold for a hundred grand? No, because it looked like um, one of the characters from um, what the fuck was it? What's that? Uh, what's what's that game everyone's obsessed with? With the little guys in space like, killing each other. Guys in space, uh, sort of backstabbing each other. It's like a. In space, yeah, they're they run in a spaceship. Um, oh, you, you, it's 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 oh, Among Us. Yes, there yes. you go. Yeah, it looked like a chicken nugget. <laughs> looked like one of the guys from Among Us. Um, hundred grand. A hundred, it sold for a hundred grand on eBay. A hundred grand or a grand? A hundred grand. grand. Fair enough. Well, the, the, what's I the mean, thing? it's in like not memes. Really? Not really. Not no. really. Fair enough. But like you've seen memes have started selling for millions of pounds. Oh, because like the NFT thing. Yeah. I'm not pretending to even no. understand or care. I think what it's the just the is. original image or the rights to the meme of some kind. Oh, and people are just buying them. It's like idiots are buying them. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. For Fair obscene enough. amounts of money. Yeah. Like millions, half a million. I think it was the lowest Yeah, I saw. And it's just like the original meme photo. Of like yeah. a girl smiling while her house burns, while her house is burning in front of her. Some guy didn't 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 the guy that runs Twitter sell his first tweet Maybe. or something? Yeah. Like, why do you want that art? It's, it's not, not really. Not really. It's not. No. It's just. So there's certain people in the world who just want to collect shit. They just want to have stuff. I want a chicken nugget <laughs> that looks like this guy's first tweet. Well, you know, uh, did you watch the Last Dance? The Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Um, oh no, no, it's really good. Yeah, even I if you don't was, know anything about basketball, worth. I've watched it a few times. To be fair, yeah. it's just somewhat, somewhat inspirational, and it's just interesting. Just it's a good. guy who's at the top of his game, and I think yeah. you can draw something from that, no matter who it is. Yeah, and just his, you know, his mental capability. But like one of the things he says about gambling is he doesn't care about how much the money is. He just needs to know that I've got your money in my pocket. Right. Like, he'll bet you $10, he'll bet you $10 million. He's like, no, no, I don't care. Just, I want your money. And I want you to know that I've got your money in my pocket. (laughs) I can imagine there's someone out there who's like, I want to... I want that person who thinks he's got the best Among Us chicken nugget in the world. <laughs> I've got I've it. Got it. <laughs> I've got it. I'm not even taking good care of it. No. <laughs> it's in my freezer it's next to my snowball. <laughs> 45, my middle-aged <laughs> snowball. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably an aspect of it. People just want to own shit. Yeah. Bracket I mean, rights. you get to a point where well, some people get to a point where it's just like, you've just got too much money. Or just like it's just value. I never really understood money spent on clothes. Like it's designer. Mm. It's like yeah, but does it? Is it waterproof? Yeah. yeah. Well, then that's fine. Then I get my clothes at Mountain Warehouse. It's, it's just uh, practical clothes. I think all of that shit, all the buying into brand stuff, it's very much buying into like a tribe. 
You're part of a group. Of but it's like, that... yeah, but it's the same thing of like, you just want people to know that your jacket costs ten thousand pounds. Yeah, You're like, yeah, I'm okay. It's a, but it, I don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah, it's a big deal how much something costs. Yeah, chicken nuggets or, or suits. Yeah. Um, anyway, software developer Jeff moved to Sparks, Nevada after the death of his mother and took the snowball with him, carefully packing it in dry ice for the long journey. So he surrounded so it by other, other snowballs. <laughs> he added, I'm sure this is the oldest snowball in the world. My mum would take it out maybe every five years. The fuck is, oh, it's the snowball, do you remember? Yeah, I guess we'll just keep it. Just put it back. <laughs> Or maybe they treasured it with love. I don't know. But honestly, it mostly just sat in the back of our freezer. Over the years, it's grown ice crystals and doesn't even really look like a snowball anymore. It looks more like a snow blob. Oh, <laughs> well, that's great. great. No, we all look good when we're young. And then yeah. slowly over time, when you get to your mid-40s, everything starts yeah. to loosen up. <laughs> Jeff says he plans on passing the snowball down to his children and sees no reason why the unusual heirloom can't stay in the family for many generations to come. How about Go because fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe your kids just need food. <laughs> but like you know, like I'm not one for clutter. I mean, no. I know that it accumulates and stuff like that. But like here, oh, here's your dad's snowball he made when he was 14 or whatever. You're like, great. I just have to keep this in a freezer now forever. Cheers. Yeah. I'll donate it to a museum. Yeah. Look, look at this snowball. It's made of snow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeah, again, it's their own. It's family traditions. It's always good. Put milk yeah. in your pot noodles. Pass that recipe down. <laughs> Give your snowballs to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll leave the world better than when you yeah. entered it. Wear socks in the summer. Yeah, why not? With shoes that the, the back of them collapsed. Freak yeah. people out. In other news. Police in Texas have arrested a mother after she allegedly tried to shoot her neighbour's dog, but the bullet ricocheted into her son's stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not to be harsh. That's pretty great. good. Yeah, that's pretty great. (laughs) Like, the the kid's fine. Right. It still would have been funny if he died. Yeah. But the kid's fine. I think it's good to print that out to make it a bit lighter. But, like, um, yeah, she fired... Uh, she just started trying to shoot her neighbour's dog. Apparently, this is somewhat tied into the... Well, the article tries to tie into what we discussed last week about Texas is having, like, a no requirement to have a gun licence to have a gun concealed on you. Okay. So they try and tie it in with, well, if everyone can have a pistol and there's no training... I mean, then it's like, well, that's still quite bad. Yeah. And again, I think you would. I think if you just gave everybody a gun, people would shoot things that maybe they wouldn't if it was if they didn't have a gun. Obviously, yeah. But you'd escalate it a bit too much. If you were outside and there's pigeons, if we were we were recording outside and there was birds, if you just could fire around into the air and it cleared all the bird song for about ten minutes, you'd be like, I'd probably yeah. do that. I mean, yeah. The, the thing is, I don't. I just don't understand this argument really. Like, I've never really cared one way or the other about guns. If it's legal in your country, do what you want. Go nuts. But, like, I've got plenty of axes. I've never been like, oh, I've got loads of axes. I should go and chop something's fucking head off then, well, right? That requires effort. That's the thing. Really? I do I, I, I do think that because I think um, it's very, very, very easy to shoot So things. you think, so, right, so, so a gun is more an impulsive thing. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's the reason why it suicide... allows you to act on impulse. Yeah, I think like suicide by gun is so much more frequent because it's so fleeting. Like you just go, I'm thinking I'm going to commit suicide. Bang. Whereas you're like, oh, I've got to get pills. I've got to get this. Yeah. I've got to take the pills. It's going to take a while for it to process. You know, trying to aim an axe at your own neck. 
It's going to struggle with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so easy to do. And it's so, there, there's a, there is a feeling of um, of power, I guess, from a gun. I mean, I've fired guns. I don't know whether I ever felt powerful. I was certainly surprised at how easy an assault rifle is to aim. Like, oh, yeah? it was like, wow, I could kill everybody with this. <laughs> like, like, you go like, it's so ridiculously easy to aim an assault rifle. Yeah. It's bananas. Like, the, the, with pistols and that, it was like, oh, I could see how you would need you know, to train and practice and get used to the gun and get used to the distance and all that stuff. But with the rifle, it was like, nope, yeah, that hit that. It's within the body very easily. (laughs) Very weird. But I think there's a, there's a feeling of, there's a definite escalation to wielding a gun and Mm. then be able to let loose. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. It's the same, the same with cars. Like, if you're angry and you get in your car to go somewhere, you're amped up and it kind of escalates very quickly. Whereas if you're going to walk there, you might have cooled off by the time you got in there. Yeah. But you need to have, you need to pass a test in order to drive a car properly. Mm. And that makes sense. You'd be like, well, you want to get there safely. You want to get there securely and you don't want to hurt anybody unintentionally on the way to your way to intentionally hurting somebody. Makes sense. So I don't know. Yeah. The only thing I don't understand about this uh, thing is, they say uh, they don't say specifically what uh, training you need to have a gun, but in order to have a free gun carry license, to concealed weapon, I think I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. But I think it's concealed weapon or just the right to have a gun. You don't need any training whatsoever, and you go like for everybody's bene- benefit. Train people how to use these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think it should be. I mean, it's it's difficult to kind of get through the ingrained "we have a right to get a gun" thing that they've got in the states but i think with the purchase of a, of a weapon if it's your first one which they'll know because it's on record yeah there should be mandatory training well, even if it's even like if it's, even if it's free yeah well it's, it's you want your militia armed you yeah. want them to know what to do with it right yeah so even in the interest of whatever amendment it was you want them to be effective with the firearm that you're giving them right so give them training there's no negative to it whatsoever apart from making them a potentially more lethal killing machine yeah but i'd rather have that because then you can address that problem than loads of stupid people shooting dogs and hitting their kid yeah yeah it's weird the child age five is stable um according to houston well, police department hit in the stomach not the leg yeah it's the slowest way to die i think I, the it's, I, I heard it's very difficult to actually um, sort of recover from that because it's just, mm. it's your stomach. There's like oozing shit yeah. all over the place. Yeah. But like, as so long as you're at a doctor's you're best place because it's so shot, slow. Like into a muscle or something. Maybe. But then there's muscle in your stomach, right? So like, yeah. Maybe depending on the caliber of the bullet or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the child's fine according to Houston Police Department's Major Assaults and Family Violence Division. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if I was going to be a policeman, I'd like to be yeah. in the family violence division. That's <laughs> good. Uh, his mother, Angela Mia Vargas, 24, was indicted on a charge of deadly conduct with a firearm. Uh, the incident was 2.15 in the afternoon. Uh, she was attempting to aim at a dog across the road, uh, say the authorities, and shot at it three times. Why? Um, well, it was off the lead. So she was worried about the safety of her child? Maybe, but they were across the road. Right. So, like, I don't think the dog was going across the road. Oh, okay. It was, like, in the front yard. Oh, so um, just a fucking idiot, then. Yeah, well, I think it was more a case of, I keep on telling that neighbour to keep her dog on the leash. Right, and now the dog's off the it. leash. <laughs> I keep on telling this guy not to park in front of my driveway. I'll just yeah. go fucking shoot him. I asked I? them to mow my lawn yesterday. They still haven't. I'm setting fire to their house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same deal. Uh, because she discharged a firearm over a public road and near two other homes, she was taken into police custody. The dog owner was 
was given a citation for not having the pet on the leash. Um, the uh, there was also children riding bikes in the neighbourhood as well. So it's like, just don't fire a gun, please. Yeah. Um, the victim, uh, the owner of the dog, said, "I came out of my house because Bruno, the dog, was barking and barking. I'm assuming it's the dog. I thought my brother was coming. She said the dog's owner. So I opened the door just a little bit, and he came running out." Um, she also, uh, they also spoke about their emotional turmoil witnessing the event, which is basically a mother shooting her son in the stomach. <laughs> well, shooting at your dog and the dog like high-fiving it into the kid's stomach. <laughs> Ricocheted back, I guess. She said she has dreams hearing the little boy crying and it wakes her up when she was, uh, when she's trying to sleep. Yeah, well, you caused that. Well, no, this, this is the dog is owner. Someone, the oh. dog owner is like traumatised by... I mean, anyone would be traumatised if you saw a dog, kid get shot <laughs> and true. crying out in pain. Yeah. Um, so she's like, she's having a deal with that. She said, uh, yeah, um, she wishes that um, Miss Vargas could have just used words instead of a gun. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, currently people in Texas require a licence to carry a handgun on their person. To get a licence, people need to go through... a to have edited a bit of this out. So think this is currently and then what the plans are going to be. Um, yeah, you need to go to up to, uh, currently you need to go up to, through up to six hours of training and be tested on knowledge. And you have to provide personal details such as fingerprints and go through a background check. Mm. And the new bill removes that requirement. So All of it? I believe so. Is uh, it's, I'm pretty sure they'll still require a background check. I think that's the controversy of the bill. Right. Is that it's, it's your second amendment right to have a gun. Okay. Look into it. Look into it more. You'll find yeah. it weird that, that, like, you're basically saying this gun event happened, and by the way, there's a gun bill being passed. And you go, like, I don't know if the two are related, especially if it yeah. hasn't passed yet or hasn't enacted yet. Or yeah. So there would be something interesting to look at because you would have to go. Everyone needs to buy. You can't. There must be an age limit. You can't. The baby can't come in and buy a gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's going to yeah. be some restrictions. It's just yeah, how uh, how loose they are. In other news. U.S. troops accidentally raided a sunflower oil factory in Bulgaria. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, I can understand this after reading through it. Because it's like, uh, there was a raid training exercise. Yeah. I think it had something to do with the UN, uh, NATO. It was a NATO military exercise. I think NATO is different to the UN, I think, isn't it? It's not, yeah, NATO is some kind of global military but I don't think I don't know how it relates to the UN I don't know uh, but yeah the US army led a multinational exercise held across Estonia Bulgaria and Romania Romania involving more than 7000 paratroopers from 10 different countries during the drill members of the Italy based 173rd airborne simulated seizing and securing the decommissioned Chesnegirovo airborne airbase in southern Bulgaria by clearing bunkers and other structures um, on the 11th of May, American soldiers entered and cleared a building next to the airfield that they thought was part of the training area, but turned out to be just some guy's sunflower oil <laughs> factory. So it's like they're, they're practicing, you know, raiding and, you know, liberating an airport or an airfield, military airfield. Yeah. And there's just a big building next to it that's like sunflower co. <laughs> they just didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> and there was people working in there. Then suddenly, like, the door gets kicked in. Like, hostiles, hostiles. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, they made specific, they specifically mentioned that no weapons were fired. So, but it would have been funny if a couple of flashbangs were... <laughs> <laughs> trying to sieve sunflower oil. I, <laughs> I don't know how that process works. <laughs> 
um, uh, turned out to be occupied by Bulgarian civilians or operating a private business. Got raided by the American army. <laughs> the Bulgarian president, Rumen Radev, said it was absolutely unacceptable to have the life and calm of Bulgarian citizens put at risk by the military. <laughs> We're very, very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's an interesting story to tell of a workplace. I had um, I had a friend who, um, like, called in sick to... This was, like, when they were teens. Called in sick to work and hang up with me for the day. And he worked in a supermarket, and he called in sick. And that day, there was, like, an armed robbery of the shop he was working at. And he was, we right. were both like, oh, it sucks. Would have been great to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been like, oh, it would have been an interesting thing to do. I mean... If you're, you know, if you're filming at your golf course, you know, oh, the odd golf ball comes in and then Apache helicopters come in. <laughs> Are they illegal golf balls? Free footage, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can understand why they accidentally, because he's just clearing building by building. He's going to the next building and it's just <laughs> a load of people working a normal day. Yeah. Getting um, freaked out. I mean, if you had, yeah, being stormed, because it would have to be being stormed. It wouldn't be like wandered in as you're practicing to raid. Yeah. You know, people like doing front flips and shit like that. <laughs> He's like, what? Guns? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, speaking what melted? Something melted. We're melting, I think. Right. Heat's melting. Yeah. Um, I've got the yawns. That's hot. Right. Yeah, that's big. Um, yeah. But speaking of melting, um, yeah, you do like the beach? Uh, I like it when no one's there. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about this, but apparently it happened, and I, I guess it makes sense. Um, the beach has melted. A small boy's foot melted on the sand. What? Like like, like the sand was really hot? Yeah. So <laughs> it's not really a punchline to this. It's just interesting. So, like, he was there with Feel his family. Stories. Yeah, he was there with his family, and his family had a barbecue like a disposable barbecue right. on the sand to cook some sausages or whatever. Yeah. And the heat was going to heat the sand below it. Yeah. And it was trapped because of the foil. So right. it just got hotter and hotter and hotter. Okay, yeah. So they took it off, you know, moving it or whatever and cooling yeah. it off. But the sand was so hot. There. Like, and we're not talking about melting like his bones melted. Yeah. But like, as soon the as skin. he touched it, the skin's melted off. Oh. And he's had to have, like, thigh Grass. skin. It's like... Oh, and on you, your foot. That's the <laughs> worst. But you don't think about it. You're like, no. I get... I, I've ran on sand. We've had fires on yeah. sand. You never think... Oh, yeah, you never... I guess the, the difference is, like, because we've had fire that's on legs, so at least the heat could dissipate and it yeah. would be hot. Those foil things that are just pressed into the sand. Like, I guess... And then I guess if you, we may, I don't have a natural reaction to move it straight away. I'd soak it with water. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think they're moving it and it's just there and it's so hot. Yeah. It's glass in it. So I guess it's a magnifying glass <laughs> on sand. It just makes it harder. A young boy's foot melted like wax after he stepped on hot sand where a disposable beach barbecue had been. Oh. Nine-year-old Will Taylor was left unable to walk and in need of skin grafts. Uh, he had been visiting the beach with parents. I'd, I'd rather be shot. I'd rather I'd be, be shot the boy in the that foot. was shot. <laughs> than, than the boy's foot melted. I'd rather be like, why is my mum shooting that dog? Why have I been shot? Rather than a melted <laughs> foot. Yeah, for sure. There's also there's that fit. There's so much trust you put in your footing. Yeah. To forever, for the rest of your life, be like, is my foot going to melt? 
Yeah. You'd be like, oh. God. Well, have you ever walked into a glass door? Yeah. And then if I if if I walk up to a porch now, one of those big sliding things, yeah, you tend like, to I have guess. a bit of hesitancy before I walk through it. I never mind. I got a nosebleed, I think, from one of them. I never minded nosebleeds. No. no. I used to get them tons when I was a kid. Yeah. Loads. Don't know why. Yeah. No, I never. I, ne- I only got them when I smashed my face into things. But I had a friend who had nose- loads of nosebleeds. Yeah. I guess it's just like a blood thing or a nasal structure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, despite moving the barbecue to cool down after the meal. Yeah. The sand where it previously sat was really hot. But a year on. So maybe this is a year ago, I guess. Will is fundraising for Royal Manchester Children's Hospital where he continues to be treated. Um, yeah, the parents say the kids were running around playing and then suddenly Will just screamed. Yeah. As a mm. parent, it's the worst sound I'd ever heard and it's a sound I'll never forget. Oh. I can I can relate to that. That yeah. makes sense. He pulled his foot out of the sand and his skin was peeling off his foot like melted wax. Um, a weird self-brag here, but by the time I carried him to the car, I was I was soaking wet with sweat. I wasn't sure I was going to make it, but seeing Will's foot, I guess the, kind of the adrenaline kicked in. It's not about you. I don't care. Don't, yeah, it's not about you. I don't care. Yeah, but I carried him to the car. Like, okay. Good. You're his dad. <laughs> meant to. Do you want a cookie? <laughs> That's your job. Yeah, I found it weird. There was a well, weird... Well, I mean, no. Let's Yeah, don't burn your there. kid's yeah, foot like wax. Your job is to not burn your kid's foot off. <laughs> It's pretty intense. accidents. Accidents are unavoidable. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. they, it's, it's so mental. And, load, and loads of kids have got like horror stories, not from like parents' negligence. It's just kids oh, hurt yeah, themselves. I think just life. Like yeah. I, like I said a few times, like this, it's so unlikely for you to die, but it's so likely that you're going to nearly die. In, yeah. If I look back on my life, there's so many situations, but I should have died there. Yeah. So or been blinded, like, but yeah. just horrific accidents that I've just very narrowly avoided. Yeah, but then uh, to feel good about this story, mm. uh, the kid Will, I think his name was, has fun with it. He calls it his bacon because that's what it looks like. <laughs> Do you want to see my bacon? <laughs> it's just a deformed that's foot. legend. That's yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, they don't know what the future holds, whether as he gets older and the foot gets bigger and the bacon gets smaller, he may need <laughs> more operations or whatever. Christ. Um, but yeah, kids. Kids will be kids. Oh. It's rough. Did you hear about the Bonnie and Clyde rampage by the... <laughs> no, no. I thought I think this is quite big, or maybe it's getting a bit bigger. Um, again, I've been trying to play around with more punchline headlines. Yeah. But I just can't... There's so much in this. I can't... A boy... Uh, I actually wrote this. Yeah, but no. This is the headline from the article. Boy, 12, accused of firing on police with an AK-47 in Florida. Bonnie and Clyde rampage makes his first court appearance. <laughs> so kids, he's 12... And another one's 14, 14 year old girl, just broke into a house, found a bunch of guns and had an Alamo style face off (laughs) with the police. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I was was hoping for Lego. Yeah. But I found a pump action shotgun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So mental. Uh, 14 year old Nicole Jackson and 12 year old Travis O'Brien ran away from Florida United Methodist Children's Home, a foster home, and broke into a residence around half seven. So a foster home. So that means that they weren't in like an orphanage. They were with a family at the time, mm. like a temporary family. I think that's how that fostering works, right? Yeah. Sometimes you foster for a long period of time and then you adopt, but sometimes it's just you foster to look after kids. And I yeah. think there is a history of somewhat stereotypical bad housing that people are doing it for the money or, you know, there's not well equipped to be parents or the kids. Well, it's are- also kids don't respond well from being 
passed around from parent to parent, and it's not the fosters for yeah. for that. Yeah, for that it's just. I'd say yeah. there's a number of different things. I can understand why they. It's it's somewhat understandable why they would try and break out and commit a crime just to get out the house and mm. release some energy and broke into a house and then they just found guns and then it escalated. <laughs> the homeowner and his three daughters were out of the house at the time getting groceries. But um, people in the neighbourhood alerted the police about potential break-in. In that time, Travis O'Brien and Nicole Jackson found several guns in the home, including a shotgun an AK- and an AK-47 rifle. When deputies arrived on the scene to investigate the break-in, they were fired upon by the children Wow! after attempting to communicate with them. I mean, that's a good way to get shot very quickly. Yeah. They don't care if you're kids. Oh, no, you yeah. You can't be firing guns out of a house and... You can't be shooting people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's you'd re- they but would have to be neutralised. Gu- I, I would imagine the guy that owns the house that they broke into will likely be fucked in some way because he should have had a gun safe, right? Yeah, well, multiple things. There you go. I would assume the kids don't know how to properly load a, a weapon. So I'm mm. assuming there was already clips and shells in the rifles. Yeah. Like, I think that's a big no-no. As well as the gun safe is you're meant to keep them unloaded yeah but uh yeah the the 14 year old came out the garage with a pump action shotgun leveled it at deputies and despite warnings to drop it she walked back into the garage she came back out a second time and that's when deputies opened fire after taking multiple rounds so the kid just came out the garage with a shotgun pointed at police officers that was stood there like dropped the gun Mm. and was firing at the police and the police just had to shoot her which again kind of makes sense um he added that deputies took fire for about 30 minutes from four different locations around the home so i think they're trying to make the point they tried to give every possible chance for the kids to disarm themselves if they're fired on four separate occasions then different parts of the house that for 30 minutes you're like please don't shoot us from the garage okay please don't shoot us from the bathroom okay (laughs) please don't shoot us from over here and then it just gets it just escalates the 14 year old was shot twice by deputies in the chest and arm she remains in hospital in critical condition travis who was armed with an ak-47 dropped his weapon after the other child was shot that's the thing like fuck this (laughs) it's like um it's like it's 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 like child soldiers and that it's like it's Mm. just it's kind of not real to them. Sure. But I feel like it would get real. I know they're not playing, but like it's... But I think... They don't understand the the reality of it. You'd realise after you fired. Well, he realised after his friend was shot. (laughs) Yeah, but like firing a shotgun is like... has a kick to it where you'd be like, oh, this isn't a water pistol. If you've never never done it before and you're an adult, like I think it would come as a... Like, you suddenly understand, like, you're holding something incredibly powerful. Yeah, yeah. Like, but for a, a kid. Yeah. Like... And again, like, the maybe it could be depending on the cartridge that was used in it or whatever, but it would still explode. You'd still AK-47, have a AK-47, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter what cartridges you put in that, really, I don't think. Well, no, with that one, I liken that to the, to the assault rifle. Of, yeah. Like, that was surprisingly comfortable to use yeah it wasn't like oh my god like you fired a, i fired a magnum it was like jesus fucking christ yeah but like, like with cannon. the rifle and that you're like oh it's a bit more you're more holding it differently and it's not a huge caliber weapon yeah but like the shotgun like maybe it was bird shot or something and it was like pop yeah but you go like you'd still get the kick and you'd be like i'm shooting this at people right like, yeah you need to just escalate um it gets a little bit uh a little bit weird uh but the 
I think he was like the representative of the, of the police, like the head of the police or whatever, said, I could not be prouder of the way my deputies acted. <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying is that you held off, yeah. you tried your best, but you had to shoot that kid. But like, <laughs> you, you could be prouder if they took them in peacefully, I guess. Um, they went above and beyond for what they did. And also, I know tonight I'll drop down on my hands and knees and pray that I'm not going to somebody's home one of my deputies' homes and telling them that they were killed in a line of duty and killed by a 12-year-old or 14-year-old. That's unbelievable. Didn't make any sense, that. No. So he, he's going to drop down on his hands and knees and pray that he's not going to go to somebody's house, one of his deputies' houses, and tell them, the deputy, that they've been killed by a 12-year-old. Do you know you've been killed by a 12-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> I get what he's trying to say. Is he doesn't want to come, you know... None of his men or men and women were killed, so he didn't have to break the news that to their families they were killed by a 12-year-old. I'm assuming that's what they were saying. Prior to the shootout, the children took baseball bats to bathtubs, toilets, and furniture inside the home. Estimated $100,000 in damage. Um, so they were just going out to be vandals. Yeah. You can relate to that. Like, I didn't... I don't think I really did much of it as a kid, but most kids get out, they're frustrated, they go out and do a yeah. smash, smash the place up. Um, Mr. Chitwood, who was the... Um, police person said described the children as bonnie and clyde pair who were evil based on their alleged actions on tuesday those kids were evil (laughs) (laughs) could just be fucked up kids uh the conversation their conversation i don't think he speaks english their conversation was they were going to kill my sergeant they were coming out to kill cops they were coming out to kill deputies that's the conversation so maybe he's saying like they were chat, they were talking, yeah. and yeah. the kids were replying, "We're going to kill everyone." That's what I get from that. Maybe, or they overheard, the "Kids yeah. going to kill us," something like that. Anyway, um, let's have a think. About, oh yeah, this is a, this is a quick fire one. Um, I don't know how many I've got in here, but this one is found quite funny. Um, a domestic argument broke out in America, and a guy shot his girlfriend or wife. Yeah, what a is troubled happening? marriage. Yeah, people just let it loose. <laughs> well, the problem is, if a snowball survives to 45 <laughs> years, that's a sign of the apocalypse. You just keep people locked inside for so long, they're not used to seeing other people anymore. <laughs> well, this, this or dogs. The, so, like, a married couple got in an argument, yeah. and the husband shot the wife. Right. The wife went to hospital. Totally com- understand that. Yeah, compl- complained. Sure. Right, so the government took his, pol- his firearm off of him. Oh, come on. What right. about his rights? <laughs> what about... He's second American he's got militia. No, he's, he's American. <laughs> he's proven he can hit something. That's better than some. <laughs> um, so, yeah, police took her husband's pistol away. Nine months later, the police gave it back. So he shot her again and killed her. <laughs> <laughs> you go like, he's, uh, he shot his wife and you're just giving it back. Yeah, but he's calmed down now. Yeah, he has, but... Now he's Did got he gun. ever go to prison for shooting his wife? I don't think so. Because, uh, well, I guess it's up to her to charge him, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, there is mentioning of a restraining order. So maybe right. it wasn't prison. It was like, I'd get me out of this abusive gunshot relationship. I'd still be like, and arrest him, please. Yeah. What the mother is quoted as saying, the mother of the victim is saying, so the restraining order can prohibit him from contacting, phoning, texting, harassing, and stalking my daughter. But, oh, by the way, you can have your gun back. That's ridiculous, said her mother. It's like, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, if you've got a restraining order... It doesn't matter if you've got a restraining order, you can shoot someone from 500 (laughs) yards away. (laughs) 
Yeah, like the, the, the plane that dropped the bomb on Hiroshima was pretty far from Hiroshima when, yeah. when they dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> Like I get, it's a it's such a weird one because you go it's it's so obvious to us in our culture to be like don't give stalkers weapons yeah don't give them guns even if they had one in the past but like, even no, if you can't they've been really anymore. really good this year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's my right yeah but it's also their right not to get shot by their yeah. stalker right like, it was it was your right guys. the first time it was your right before you shot somebody like yeah. prisoners don't get a vote you don't get a gun yeah it's so simple just i mean there's a whole thing about the um i think amy schumer brought it up ages ago where blind people could have guns and you just go like blind people can have guns <laughs> they're right sure but blind people yeah like that and that goes i think the, the the argument within the defense was you can be legally blind while still being able to see right. enough to operate okay. a gun yeah but still like that means that includes the fully blind and you yeah. go, I get that you should have the right to, but in the interest of your safety and everyone else's, yeah. don't give a blind person a gun. <laughs> Just don't do it. It doesn't make Is sense. Is there anything more dangerous? Like, <laughs> that's chaos, right? Yeah. Particularly if they're pretty trigger happy. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I think blind people do have their own version of vision where they can sense a room. Yeah. But like... A gun is a big responsibility, and I don't know whether it's... And I can see situations where you may want a gun as a blind person in certain situations. Mm. But as a general rule, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this example of the um, the husband shooting his wife after getting his phone back, even the shooter's lawyer was shocked when he got his weapon back. <laughs> really? Thank you? <laughs> I just love that. Like, you sat in chatting with the judge, like, what? <laughs> No, no, you no! His, don't you, you, don't <laughs> send him to prison. Don't, don't. It's like he shot. He shot the victim, right? Yeah, yeah. but he can have his gun back. Objection! <laughs> Objection, Your Honour! You're winning, though. No, I don't no, want to win. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer is so <laughs> next. <laughs> he shoots the ones he's closest to. <laughs> Uh, the lawyer said, in my opinion, it was irrational, illogical, and not prudent to do so. He emphasized he was <laughs> not... so stupid. That's not prudent. That's <laughs> <laughs> such an under understatement. Yeah, uh, yeah. He says he's not excusing his client's actions. Spina said that without the firearm, I don't think what... Without the firearm, I don't think what happened that night would have happened that night. <laughs> lawyer talk. <laughs> Maybe what happened might not have happened if he didn't have, have a gun, gun he wouldn't have shot somebody well i mean <laughs> yeah. i can't argue with that yeah there's uh, there's uh, quite a lot of uh, probability involved there yeah can't shoot someone without having something to shoot someone technically with. if he had a crossbow could have still shot somebody <laughs> yeah if he had a shot put technically yeah. i guess he could have shot, shot somebody, somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but Slowly. yeah just uh, it's just such a weird not from such a distance with such accuracy i mean that somewhat leads into this next article, which is, um, like, what would you call... Um, there's a lot of generalizations going on, but, like, uh, people who are... Let's um, say they believe the vaccination is a hoax. Mm. What would you, What's the terminology for that type of person that's, I guess, an, is it anarchy? Because it's the government that's telling people the vaccination is safe? I don't think they're anarchists. I think anarchy Rebellious. Anarchy. Yeah, it's... Um conspiracy theorists yeah yeah they're conspiracy theorists belgium's van rantz who is a covid scientist is being hunted by a far-right sniper 
<laughs> so like um uh, to to to, to like, summarize uh, like last action hero kind of except yeah. he's arnie struggling to find he wasn't a scientist in last action hero no 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 he wasn't but he was being hunted by a sniper was he specifically a sniper with a glass eye Oh, he had a balls eye this thing, but he wasn't like a sniper. He was just an was English guy. Oh, I thought he had a. I thought he had a good aim. He might have done. I yeah, he might that have was done, his deal. Um, but yeah, so the, film. he's basically uh, excellent film. Uh, but yeah, he's based this Belgium's Van Rant. I've never heard of him, but apparently mm. he's like um, uh, on on telly all the time in Belgium, telling people to take the vaccine. He's like a right. media personality and scientist. Well, maybe... Who's advocating the use of science. Maybe get off the telly, because he knows where you are. Well, well this is... This, I'm trying to do... This is why he's hunting him. Right. It's like, he's now no longer on the telly okay, because good. he's being hunted by a sniper. Yeah. But, like, that's why they've targeted him, is because, like, he's the face of the bastards who are trying to give us COVID vaccinations or whatever. Is he a sniper from there, or is this a sniper that's travelled overseas <laughs> to find this guy? He's gone on a gap year. <laughs> no, yeah, he's from, uh, what was it, Belgium. While scientists around the world have come under fire throughout the pandemic, the threat to Professor Mark Van Rans is a bit more serious than most. Mm. Um, yeah, he's been targeted by a far-right rogue soldier, Jürgen Konings. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a vendetta for virologists and I mean, COVID lockdowns. That is an action movie villain name, <laughs> right? Jürgen Kernings. <laughs> the military shooting instructor went on the run with a rocket launcher and a machine gun. <laughs> not and very <laughs> subtle. That's not prudent, that. <laughs> Gonna snipe you with a rocket. That's <laughs> not much skill in that, pal. Uh, Jürgen Kernings. <laughs> The ex-soldier, heavily armed, was on my street for three hours, right in front of my house, waiting for me to arrive home from work. <laughs> the night police say Jürgen Kernings left his barracks with a selection of heavy weapons and headed straight for the virologist's home. <sighs> like, if you lose your mind and you've he's a public figure, I'm sure yeah. you could find out where they were. Uh, Mark Van Ranst usually returns home from work around the time the man was waiting for him. But on that day, he got home early and was already inside with his family. So the guy was, I think, I believe the guy's been confirmed to be outside his house right. at the time he was meant to be getting home. And he just got home. Traffic was light. Yeah. So he just got oh. home and he's fine. Um, unfortunately, he's a trained sniper with heavy armour, military-grade material and weapons. So these are the kind of people that you'd prefer not to have hunting you, he said. <laughs> I mean, I prefer not to have anybody hunting me, really. But of all the people, do you want the yeah. guy outside with a rocket launcher, a machine gun, and a sniper trainer? I mean, sniper I'm the guy that's going to make it quick, I suppose, if I'm going to be hunted. <laughs> well, I like this. Belgian authorities have described Jürgen Kernings as a very dangerous man who wants to use violence. <laughs> <laughs> He'll look for any reason. <laughs> He's really violent. He loves yeah. it. He wants well, to be like, violent. Well, we've got, a, we've got a wall of people here who, who uh, are very violent, but they don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but they prefer not to. You know, it's yeah. kind of like they've got, they've got a violence intolerance, not but that, every now and then they indulge. Yeah. <laughs> this guy fucking loves it. <laughs> uh, he was already on a terrorist watch list in Belgium because of his extreme right-wing political beliefs when he disappeared from his barracks. A note that he left left no doubt that virologists were his target. His note read, The so-called political elite and now also the virologists decide how you and I should live. They sow hatred and frustration. I can't live with these lies. <laughs> Give me my rocket launcher. <laughs> is, I'm out of it. Is his barracks what he calls his house? Yeah, it's just his front garden. It's just a <laughs> little trench he's dug. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he left his barracks. <laughs> yeah. What he calls his barracks. Um, but people are sympathetic. You know, yeah. people are, people obviously feel for the guy. In the days that followed Jürgen Koenig's disappearance, a support group was created for the ex-soldier on Facebook. Okay. Oh, he's, he's having a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> this will show our support to the yeah. rocket launcher machine gun, machine gun wielding maniac who's ambushing science. <laughs> <laughs> Before being closed down, it had attracted nearly 50,000 members. It's this oh, group that worries Professor Van Ranst more than the assailant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy outside with a with rockets yeah. outside my house. But there's also 50,000 people out there that agree with what this guy's doing. <laughs> but, right. But, that said, you and me would join that group. <laughs> Is the I mean, thing. yeah, you'd be like, what's going on? hundred percent. We would. Good, follow. What's going on? <laughs> oh, he's had a hard day, but he's got it. How's the rocket launcher? Good. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Always good to keep, if you don't have your equipment, he's going to be stressful. Right? Yeah. Keep on hunting Posting selfies of us in our <laughs> barracks. He says, uh, these are real people who really think this man is a hero and that I deserve to die. They are people living in my neighbourhood who wage bets on exactly when and with how many bullets he will murder me. <laughs> God, but, oh God, because <laughs> he's locked indoors. Yeah, he's in a safe house. He's locked indoors. I'm assuming it probably makes sense that a virologist would have a safe house in his house. I guess, um, but he's like in because he's like, that scared of viruses. <laughs> or that people will target him. Like yeah. if you work for the government in that kind of way, like maybe he's worked with chemical weapons in mm. some way, so yeah. he's got like extra security. But like he's online looking for help, and he sees his Facebook group like fifty to one, he gets killed with a hundred bullets and a rocket. You'd be like, my kid's here. <laughs> I don't know what to do. When asked if he has a message for the man who's hunting him, his answer is bunt. No. <laughs> the quote is fully, I have nothing to say to him. Why would I want to have a conversation with a person that hates me and wants to kill me? <laughs> it's a fair it's point. Fair Listen, mate, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> I'm not making you take the vaccine. I'm just saying it's good. Yeah. Why do you want to kill me and my family? <laughs> <laughs> seems like a bit, seems like an intense situation. Um, another quick fire uh, thing. A, when a crocodile grabbed her sister, there was only one option for Georgia Laurie. She punched yeah. it in the face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw this because it was just like, I told you. Yeah. Yeah. I told you you could yeah. beat an alligator or a crocodile or whatever. Oh, and sure. what's more impressive is that, I mean, you can t if you want to tell the whole story, I don't... No, no, no. Yeah. no. What's more impressive is that she punched it until it let go while they were underwater. They yeah, were in yeah. its element. <laughs> they were in its house. Yeah. It's my house. But I could understand... I, I just think... I do think still punches are less aggressive underwater. Yeah. As we've said before, I can't remember if you remember, but like, yeah, bullets can't travel through water. So if no. you're being shot at in a swimming pool, you're fine. Are you? Pretty much. They did it on Mythbusters. Oh, right. They just fired a gun at one of the guys underwater. And it like, let's say it traveled, say this is the breach of the water. It probably went that far down. And that was it. Wow. Because it's just so much resistance. There's just no resistance in the air. Yeah. And then there's all the resistance. Because like, isn't it, there's a weird fact I learned on Taskmaster that the human body weighs as much as the water it contains. So if I wanted to measure the weight of your head, mm. I would just get the volume of your head in water and it would weigh that much. Oh, right. It's okay. like something like that. There's like, 
Yeah. And so I imagine that by going through all that water, you're going through bodies, if you think about it that way. Yeah. So, like, it's not going to go on forever. It's pretty dense water. But, um, but yeah, so I think when you punch, it's going to punch, like, not as aggressively. But if you're close enough to the surface, it could work. But it's also what I was saying about the alligator and the crocodile and stuff. It's like, if you're like, if, you, if you're like, I could take out a lion... Like, mm. firstly, no, you can't. Secondly, there's teeth, agree there's that. claws, there's feet, there's, there's there's just, there's so much frenzy in yeah. that. With an alligator, it's got the mouth, and if its mouth is full, it's got fucking nothing. Yeah, there is, like, you can hold it closed with an elastic band. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, there is that. All the power's well. in the down. Yeah, uh, but apparently it came back for him. It came back for her, like, three times. Yeah. And every time, she's just, like, just <laughs> keep punching it in the face. Yeah, uh, there was a specific uh, quote that I quite liked. Um, she dragged her back as the crocodile kept coming back for more, so she just started hitting it. She heard that with some animals, that's what you got to do in terms of punching it in the face. <laughs> Thank goodness she's had that training. She said her adrenaline kicked in and she knew what to do. That she, training but, of oh, yeah. punching them no. in the face. Yeah, no, I read that. I was just like, that's not training. Yeah, well, she didn't th- read that somewhere and be well, like, I know. <laughs> it's instinct, right? Yeah, well, I think... I, th- I was the thing. I was trying to think, maybe they're talking about scuba training. I think they were scuba diving or something like that. What, I can't they remember. said hit it in the face? And they were like, the, but like the breath control or something right. like that. As she was underwater... Maybe she didn't panic as much and held on to her breath. But I don't think so. I think they really are talking about punching it in the face. Yeah. I've been training for this all my life. Yeah. <laughs> punch in the face. Um, yeah. So, uh, again, I, it, I would argue that this is probably closest to a fight that we'll have without a boxing ring. Yeah. In terms of you are basically fighting its food. It was yeah. defending itself, trying to kill this girl. Yeah. And, and it, wasn't uh, a fi- it wasn't did. a fight to the death. But it was no. a fight to the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And the, and it would have been motivated to stand its ground. And, yeah. Because it was hungry. It must have been. Yeah. In order to, uh, to kill, to try and eat somebody. But uh, but it wasn't, yeah. I don't think it was life or death for the, for if the she crocodile was on necessarily. Own, yeah, not, no, yeah. That's in the, the crocodile would have left. Yeah. And that makes sense. But like, yeah, if, she, if her sister wasn't there, the person, the, the girl who was in the jaws of the crocodile mm. could have very easily died. Yeah. Because yeah, it just dragged her underwater. Yeah. So this would have been the end. Very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, out I'm impressed. Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, and lastly from me, um, it's a very long article, but it's very simple. Okay. In India, um, I don't know how the medical system works, but there was a family in there and there, uh, an elderly lady in their family had a back injury and they just paid somebody who claimed to be a doctor to operate surgery on him. Uh, so I, I don't know how it officially works, but they were yeah. in a hospital. Someone who used to be a security guard at the hospital <laughs> came up and they were like, you perform surgery? He's like, yeah. It's like that taxi guy that got interviewed <laughs> yeah. on BBC. Yeah. <laughs> no, apparently he is a con artist. So he obviously right. intended to So he wasn't really a security guard. <laughs> <laughs> or he was, but yeah, he just he, he only took that job to get the doctor's coat right, or whatever. Right, right. But like they just pay someone and they give you cash in the hospital. Maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he got paid and he must have been paid in cash, right? Probably. Um, but what I found funny was the, uh, so he operated and it was very bad. And he went back to do home visits to dress the wound that he'd saw. And it was still bleeding. Fucking so like, he was just like, it's fine, right? I'll see you next week. Yeah. Money and kept on going. But what I found funny was there was, because um, you can't perform surgery alone. 
No. So there was just nurses in the operating theatre having no idea who this, who this guy, guy is. is. Being like, <laughs> pass the scalpel. Sure. This will probably be fine. <laughs> You're a doctor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a yeah. certificate? Oh, I left it at home. Yeah. This will be fine. Did you mean to drop your watch in there? <laughs> yeah, and it's just so, so casual. Like, I'll just, just get somebody to operate on me. Yeah. And I think it makes such a difference. There's, <laughs> Nurse, um, get the hoover. What? I mean, the uh, no. saw. <laughs> <laughs> going to have to remove your neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just operating on anybody and then... But I did, but there's that implicit trust when you go to a hospital that the person you're talking to is a doctor. Yeah. But, like, you just hope that there would be better security. I mean, they have fired the guy. He's no longer a security guard. guard. <laughs> Been arrested. Uh, yeah, they've uh, fired some people. Uh, yeah. They've arrested the former guard and that another employee was suspended for assisting him in the operating theatre. And it makes sense. It's got to gotta keep it real. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's me this week. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Uh, a few things. I've got... Oh, if it loads. Hey, there you go. Um, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Louis Gomert. 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 Louis Gomert, a state representative of Texas, asked the US Forest Service this week if it was possible for them to counteract climate change by changing the orbit of the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried rotating the moon? Have you tried just moving it on its x-axis a little bit more? I mean, it feels like the Forest Service is the ones who could probably do this the most, right? Yeah. (laughs) Forget about trees. I understand... Uh, from what's been testified uh, to the Forest Service and the uh, Bureau of Land Management, uh, which they've said, uh, like BLM, which is quite confusing, um, right. that you want very much to work on the issue of climate change. Is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to change the course of the moon's orbit uh, or or the Earth's orbit around the sun? I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> I suggest the moon. Maybe you'd want to move the Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's obviously fine. that would have <laughs> profound effects on our climate. And if you figure out a way that the Forest Service can make that change, I'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> There's another case of just complete idiots being in a room. You're like, I get that you're probably smart at what you do. You're elected. Yeah, I'm assuming you're intelligent <laughs> in what you do because you've been elected, but that's not necessarily the case. But I understand that you know nothing about climate change, let's say. It's not your specialty. But surely just moving the moon <laughs> feels like a large task. His response to criticism on Twitter was was because people were being like, what you want about BLM? He was just like, well, I obviously didn't mean Black Lives Matter. Like that's you're asking a forestry service to move the moon, just move the planet if you wouldn't mind, move the earth a bit more to the right where there's less climate change. Not a lot, just a bit, (laughs) just a little bit, just ease it a little bit. I mean, I'm not asking a lot, it's fine. If we all all jump, right? (laughs) I'm just just winging it here, right? Yeah, like trying to trying to move a bit of furniture that doesn't want to move. <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, there's been like a I saw one about because um, there's all these these elected officials and that a lot of the, like I still don't understand how there's a politician in charge of the healthcare service. Mm. Isn't that a thing? Like, there's a politician who decides what science the medical industry does, and you go like. Does, I'm assuming he's got a medical degree. Oh, no. He's got an economics degree. 
okay? That feels like a weird setup. I understand vaguely why it would work that way, but it's a weird setup. Yeah. And so there are a lot of these elected officials don't really have much knowledge. I saw one, I think they were talking about uh, um, like either internet security in terms of like restricting content for younger people right. or that f- the phenomena that people are on about, about like, you know, me and my friend were talking about coca-cola and then i saw an advert for coca-cola the next day oh yeah there's like the whole theory that oh they're listening all the time so this um senator of of something was talking to the head of google and he was like why is it that um that this happens or whatever and the guy was like that that doesn't happen with our phones he goes my daughter was on my daughter was on an iphone last night yeah and she was scrolling through this and and it popped up i mean how can you explain that he's like we're google we don't iphones are a different company (laughs) <laughs> it's like no but it's the same thing it's like well can you give me an example of a google phone doing that please yeah i can't argue against not our company yeah so even just elementary shit about like just not understanding the point and just people are upset because of this i'm gonna bring yeah. it up it's like we well, think so about it a little bit don't we, move the moon yeah <laughs> well like it's annoying because some people need to be held to task like all the, the the people that own all the social media companies and everything and like the people that are questioning them about things have no idea what's going on yeah like you have like zuckerberg going up and the guy being like how do you have so much money how does facebook make money he's like yeah we sell ads <laughs> like and you didn't even know that yeah and you're trying to dig through like crazy amounts of like privacy issues and yeah. and ways that it's swaying elections and you don't even know anything about their business model but, but the thing for me is you just expect i mean i'm assuming those people have got a team yeah so you'd assume someone in that team figured out that facebook made money on ads i'm like oh yeah. they make money from ads We're, let's prep this and they're like no i'll just that, like it's it's like you say it's like we've got in this country we've got our parliament and it's like such and such is a health secretary and this yeah. person's an education secretary and it's like well have, has she ever taught anything yeah. has he ever been, was is he a doctor and what the fuck are they doing <laughs> like do more science more <laughs> <laughs> all right all right okay do less actually do less we need less right now but more tomorrow <laughs> okay all right. I was, I get, I'm, the only thing I can imagine is that it's somewhat related to the budget of it all. Yeah. The, we haven't got the budget for this or that. So don't call them the health secretary. They're not associated with health. They're the economics yeah. department of the yeah. health department, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a weird system. But yeah, it's going to be led with people who have no idea or just not in, not up to date. That's perfectly fine as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a thing about, um, something that's always been funny about Star Trek is because it's like, I think it was like the 90s or something. Say that the next generation, I think it was like the 90s. And it's like, um, you look back at the technology and like Wi-Fi is just not of not even a thought for these people. No. And this is like hundreds of years in the future. So in the 90s, people never had the idea that you could text somebody something and it would just go over the internet. Even though phones existed. Yeah. And pages existed. There was no idea of a text. Imagine if we had this without the wire. Yeah. Like, there's like the Android, which is like, you know, super fast. But it's actually super fast at typing. Yeah. So they were like, oh, Android's going to type really fast. <laughs> <laughs> what? And so that you can understand, like, people trying to understand things in that main mindset. Yeah. Which is perfectly understandable whether people have kids and they just like they don't pay attention for ten years and then oh I'm back in society. Or they don't deal with social media or think about it. They just mm. don't come up with these ideas. But like the purpose is to prep for this and have a team and think about it before you approach it, right? Yeah. Please. 
<laughs> nah, just move. I just move the moon. <laughs> I mean, just please. We've put a man on it. We can put a silo on it, right? <laughs> we can put a thruster on it. Just move it to a bit to the left. It'll be fine. Apparently, I didn't. I didn't know this. The the moon is actually moving anyway. It moves as in it 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 gets an inch further away from the Earth every year. It's slowly breaking up with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the guy just just very quietly removing his toothbrush <laughs> and then his flannel and his underwear. Well, it's like aren't we hit by meteorites and stuff all the time? Like I imagine Earth's less things, but get gets hit burnt, by stuff and it's smaller. And, yeah, so like the moon's probably getting. It's probably like a bit of pong. Every yeah. now it gets hit from the left, it moves a but bit to the right. But it means that oh. at some point, let's say 400 million years in the future or whatever, when it, when it's, it's travelled far enough to kind of break free of the orbit, some other planet is going to have a moon coming <laughs> towards it. <laughs> I like the idea that it gets so far away from us that we're now in its orbit and it just comes around and smashes us. But yeah, we're just gonna let loose a moon in a couple of a thousand, hundred thousand years, whatever. So it's 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 um it's like curling, just <laughs> just very gentle. There you go. Yeah, it's just slowly getting closer to the sun. And yeah. will it melt or will it come back? We'll see. Um, in other news, a, wo- uh, a woman who went missing in India eleven years ago has been found living next door. Come <laughs> on. Oh. <laughs> Just having those neighbourly conversations over the fence. Like, my daughter's gone missing. <laughs> oh, is that she really? <laughs> Seems odd. And like, not kidnapped. Living there. Yeah, just moved next door. <laughs> I got a really good rental agreement when I was five and I just decided to jump on that opportunity and move next door. <laughs> <laughs> An 18-year-old who went missing from uh, Ayla Village in Palakkad, butchering that, uh, 11 years ago, was found living just 500 metres from her parents' home, spending the past decade in a room with the man that she was in love with. Uh, while his parents shared the house with him, they were reportedly unaware of the woman's presence. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Well, it's a point where, like, you know, were... maybe she doesn't want to go home, but, like, they discover her. Like, you're tired of hiding for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Get bored. Um, Sajitha Sajita Sajita uh, left home one night in February 2010 and apparently just walked into Raman's house next door police looked everywhere but couldn't find her uh, Sajita <laughs> didn't have a mobile phone on her oh there you go she's she got had a phone on us. well we phoned yeah. her and there's no response oh missing <laughs> <laughs> just fuck this she's gone deal with it there's there's there's, there's there's three billion people here. <laughs> she was 18. She wanted to leave. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Should we check her boyfriend's bedroom? Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> well, their relationship was apparently completely secret because they were of different religions. So it was oh, like okay. forbidden for them to be together. Um, Maybe it makes sense with the hiding so, and stuff still, yeah. I guess. So he's got two rooms at his parents' place and apparently he just... One of them was always locked and that was the one that she was in. <laughs> and he just... And for for no well, his his brother was just like he just freaks out every time I go near this room. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just why is this room locked? What are you doing? Uh, hey, nothing in that room. Just, nothing. It's just locked. In yeah, it. I can hear someone in there crying. No, 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 no. No, no you can't. <laughs> Yeah, or just because I can hear somebody in there watching Netflix. You've got Netflix in there. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It's fine. Nothing. No, I it's fine. I can hear Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watching Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, storeroom, that. Pencils. <laughs> yeah, loads of pencils. Loads. I'm going to be a writer. Loads. No, you're not. Yeah. Pencils cry. <laughs> <laughs> pencils laugh at 2am. Yeah. yeah. Watching telly. Just yeah, but it was, it was apparently complete, all completely consensual. Like, it wasn't, like, against her will. It wasn't, yeah. like, a weird Stockholm syndrome thing or anything. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, it was the arrangement they had because they were so afraid of confronting like their parents about these clashing religions things that she just lived in a room for <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a, it could be a good relationship. You wouldn't have to do the dishes. You wouldn't have to cook. Do fuck all. I'm just going to stay in here. Yeah. All right, cool. Get a bit sick of it after a while, though. Yeah. If it, either of you, I go out and work all day. You just fucking sit in here. You told me I can't leave. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a little bit more effort into it. Just move the moon, <laughs> please. Yeah. Love finds a way, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I'll, do the, I'll, I'll do this one next. Uh, no. a, uh, a dog that went missing for several days after being ejected from a car during a crash in Rath, Rathdrum, Idaho, has been found a few miles away in a field herding sheep. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I guess I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dog, row, 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 row. dogs dogs are just gonna dog no, no matter yeah. what i saw uh, there was a dog found at like the i the north pole that like didn't really? belong to i think they, they, i can't remember what they're called it was herding like polar bears <laughs> <laughs> herding ice uh, but no there's like um i think there's boats specifically designed to break up ice Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like icebreakers or something. Like icebreakers, I think. Yeah, and they were just breaking up ice and they just saw a dog. (laughs) 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 And it was like there's just nothing else out here. It's just there's just a dog here. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? Hey, wanna play? (laughs) You're back. (laughs) Fucking hell, mate. I just went over some mountains. I had to learn to fish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I had to fetch my own soul, my own shadow. (laughs) To keep myself occupied with this whole stuff. Did you know for six months of the year, there's just no night time? There's no moon. <laughs> nothing to howl at. Yeah. I've tried. Yeah, I, I started some forestry. I tried to move the moon. Tried <laughs> to figure out how to fix all this climate change shit. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. I was bored. Yeah. But lifelong dream, pissed on the North Pole. <laughs> pissed on Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, all his gifts are mine. <laughs> finally got that fucker. Yeah. But um, yeah, just they just got to figure stuff out, and then yeah, just nat- natural instincts kick in. Just gonna dog, yeah. Um, the two, Tilly, the two-year-old border collie, was ejected from the car on Sunday during a crash and fled the scene. No one was seriously hurt, but the police put the public on notice about the missing dog, who's found a few days later on a sheep farm shepherding the flocks. <laughs> He's apparently just like pr- like really he- dehydrated, but just happy as fucking anything yeah just, just he had a project yeah step one dogs like a job heard these man. dogs oh yeah i heard these sheep do this stuff yeah i was watching something about um um i think it was like spain or something like that where there's dogs that are bred with in the sheep community to protect to warn you know of predators and to like scare off bears and shit like that yeah and they uh they're just given birth and the, the whole life happens as if they were a sheep yeah, I think it's it's not golden retrievers, but it's somewhat similar to golden retrievers. Yeah, and this whole pack of them, and the the biggest problem people ha- the society has is hikers keep on hiking through the mountains and they see a pack of dogs barking at them, and they're mm. like, dogs, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the dogs are just like they just they just uh, they they yeah they bark a lot and they follow you out of their territory like, because they all they've been raised on that area they know that this is their territory mm. so they'll just follow you out. 
oh, and right. then watch you for a while. And they do the same with bears. Because like a bear will just be like, bears don't want to fight. They'll just be like, oh, loud over there. I'm not going to fuck with that. Yeah. yeah. And they just do it to, yeah, keep you know, foxes and shit away from the, from the sheep yeah. and shit. So yeah, even I kind of totally understand it's a dog getting a job, finding yeah. a P forty five. Well, it amazes me that it amazes me that people get like Ridgebacks as like family pets, and and they're like they're pretty unassuming looking dogs. You can mm. tell they're big, you can tell they're like kind of strong, but they're just they they look pretty friendly and they don't look like a fearsome dog. But mm. they were bred to fight off lions, <laughs> and it's like people get these things and just yeah. have them sitting about. Like, yeah, and like they like they're like oh just so much energy gets bored and really destructive. It's like yeah, well why not go buy a lion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you know what that dog is for? Yeah, and then, and it's there's there's genes in there. Like there's they like I mean, Honey's never harmed anything, but like she's the only time she's ever ran off is when she saw a sheep. Mm. And she like followed that sheep for ages. Yeah. And it's like, there's something in a German shepherd Trade that's drive, like man. sheep. Yeah. Well, well, whether it was to hunt or it was like it's the just, sheep's loose. I need to, yeah. I need, well, I'm, I'm, I'm meant to do something here. So I kind yeah. of get around and do that. But it's yeah, cool I didn't harm the sheep. Get it. But, like, yeah. Well, the human beings are the same, right? I mean, there's a lot of uh, genetic personality traits, I think, passed down. Mm. Like, this, the classic one is that, like, babies know to hold their breath when they go underwater. Yeah. It's just ingrained in their DNA. Mm. There's, like, um, they believe that certain uh, phobias are passed down through the bloodline as well. So, like, uh, some people who are afraid of snakes have been afraid of snakes since they were, you know, a fetus. Right. It's just, yeah, that, that data has been passed down to be like, you're being born in a place with snakes. Yeah, fucking hate snakes. If you see a snake, <laughs> fuck off. And it's, it yeah. learns that. It just has that in its brain. So yeah, it makes sense. It can be passed down from dog to dog. Yeah. And then like, yeah, like, I mean, dogs are specifically were bred for it, right? Like golden retrievers were bred to carry waterfowl. That's yeah. why their jaw it's, is the shape quite, that it is. It's quite soft, soft more like the... Yeah, you know, it's yeah. built to carry stuff. Yeah. So it's built to carry, I think, they're like not pheasants gonna, But they're stuff. not going to like really like damage the bird. Yeah. Meant that that's what they were bred to do, so I can understand why. Like, oh, this is bred to whenever it sees a sheep, it does something, yeah, pretty, pretty out to it, or just get a job, you know, yeah. become self sufficient, get some solar panels, <laughs> live off the grid, yeah, yeah, <laughs> become a, a prepper, yeah, don't like cars anymore, yeah, <laughs> got ejected from a car once, I'm not gonna drive anymore, yeah, go on, go live off the land, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, and I'll, I'll end on. Yeah, I'll, I'll end on this. And mm. it's it's a new segment, essentially, because oh. we get so fucking many of these stories. Right. It's a boy! Take it! It's a boy! <laughs> it's a boy! It's a boy! Okay, Stan, just take Daddy's hand. This is, this is a great day. It's a great day for Tim and Ruth. <laughs> They're having a boy. They're having a boy. <laughs> there are four spaces left. In the bunker where there will be cake and goodie bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do get a lot of these. Yeah. We do get a lot of these. Uh, wildfires <laughs> erupted <laughs> near Fort McMurray in Alberta, Canada this week after explosives were used at a gender reveal party. Just stop. Wildfires. Dude, nobody cares about <laughs> your child. <laughs> it was the th- not just. The third wildfire, <laughs> <laughs> destroying half a hectare of forest. Yeah. For, so, so people know what gender your kid is. <laughs> I mean, I, I came across one on TikTok. 
right. like a gender reveal TikTok. And it was probably the most English gender reveal I've ever seen. Yeah. Where it was like a family, you know, family or whatever. I think they already had a kid. And it was like a married couple next to the road. And they are waiting for, um, I forget the term, but you know, like the 16-wheeler lorries, but without the cargo and the truck base. So it was yeah. just like the front of the truck came by and they're like following it. And it's like, it's going to reveal the, <laughs> the gender of the child. Half a the guy to could pop his head out and go, it's a girl. <laughs> but the idea was they were going to release smoke and that was going to let oh. everybody know. So as it drove past the first time, it just let loose a load of grey exhaust smoke. And everyone was like, is, uh, it, is it a boy? <laughs> and then it like went away, came back and then it used blue smoke. So it right. like faltered or whatever at the beginning. Uh, but it's like, just who cares? Yeah. The only reason I can imagine anybody ever only doing it is for social media follows. Yeah. Like there's not a single, it's not good for the family. Like it's not good for you. It's not good for the kid. It's not no. like an excuse to get a get together. You can have a get together and have a picnic with your fucking family. Yeah. You don't need to use explosives. <laughs> You're only doing it so that people go, oh, wow, look at that. It looks so cool with the, the colours. Yeah, this one was, uh, this was wildfire started by explosive uh, discs. Like, <laughs> Why not discs? Why not some kind of exploding frisbee? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like they're like targets that people that people shoot and they explode, like right. that kind of thing. Right. But this one would explode in smoke. So it's not enough <laughs> to have an explosion. You've got to have a dad showing off his fucking marksmanship for b- right. like beforehand. Right. I mean, I could get behind. I it. can shoot my baby at three hundred yards. <laughs> But like I, I right, I, I'm trying to protect myself in the future. I think I could get down with some kind of pipe bomb esque gender reveal if it caused a mass panic. Just, to, just to have a pipe bomb. Why is it got just to have to, anything to do with a kid? It's just the fullback. Oh, it's for the kid. Like I wanted to, you know, cause people to panic. Right. And like evacuate a town. That's the best way to welcome a child into the <laughs> yeah. world. That's the most Remember suitable Hayley? way to welcome my child into the world. <laughs> do, uh, have you met Haley? Yeah, when she was born, or when she was you know, when she was in the, in the womb, we caused a mass panic that resulted in your parents' surgeon yeah. leaving the operating theatre for your mother to die. <laughs> Haley, say hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry for killing your family. Yeah. <laughs> Just caused yeah. a major. She's incident. actually named after you because we thought you said. I've got to get the Haley out of here. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it awkward? <laughs> just, yeah, just, uh, yeah. It, it's, it must only be for social media followers. There's nothing else. Yeah. It's, it's purely just for people to go, aren't they interesting? <laughs> Another wildfire. Great. Yeah. This doesn't inconvenience me at all. <laughs> yeah. But that's. Yeah. That's the new the gender new reveal segment. Yeah. Best of luck making a video for that one. <laughs>